Hi everyone, good morning. Welcome to Church Girl Rehab. I am your host, Natasha Ingman. I just want to say thank you for joining me today for this podcast. I know your time is valuable. I know your life is crazy and busy. So I just appreciate you taking time out of that day to listen while you're cooking breakfast, while you're doing laundry, while you're driving to work. I just wanna know that your presence is appreciated. So today we are doing episode two of season two of Going Home, talking about basically your restoration with your walk, your journey with Jesus and the church, really. So again, I just want to say thank you to those who listened last week. Um, It warms my heart to know one, that people are listening to me and I'm not talking to myself. <laughs> I mean, I think we would all appreciate that. Um, but two, that you guys just heard my heart and you heard his words through my voice. Just thank you guys. You are, again, appreciated. Just always want to let you guys know that you your presence is appreciated. Not just with me, but with those around you. Your presence is truly, actually appreciated. Even if you don't feel like it, I'm here to tell you it is. So this week, I want to talk a little bit about maybe two verses or two instances in the Bible that maybe people don't pair together to talk about, but the Lord really led me to these two and really showed me a connection when it comes to our walk, our healing, our rehab when it comes to church. Um, So today I will again be talking out of Luke um, and I'll be doing Luke 8, 22 through 25. If you guys are somewhere near your Bible or if you can pull up your Bible um, app, then go ahead and do that because that's where Um, the majority of my podcast today will be talking about. So just a little backstory on that. So if you need to find it, you can. Um, Yesterday, went to church. Just I'll give you updates too while I'm doing this. Why not share my story so that you guys can feel a part of it and not feel alone in yours. So we went to church yesterday. It was great. We loved it. Um, Still felt just as loved, just as welcomed, um, just as where I felt like we were starting to really, or I was starting to feel like maybe this is somewhere where I want to stay. And So that's just a little update on that. I signed up for a women's uh, life group for eight weeks. So I've committed at least eight weeks. Um, And I'll take you guys along on that journey of still getting back into church, getting back in the swing of things, seeing things with new eyes after being out for a while, uh, getting back into going into life groups or Bible studies, um, if that's what your church calls them. Um, Because I know sometimes those can be really scary. And you can really wonder um, about going into those situations. So I will share all of that stuff in the upcoming weeks. 
But Luke chapter 8 verses 22 through 25 is where the majority, again, I said at this podcast will be focused. Um, And that says, for those of you who don't have a Bible in front of you, one day Jesus said to his disciples, Remember that he's saying this to his disciples. He's not just saying this to anybody. Let's go over to the other side of the lake. So they got in a boat and set out. As they sailed, he fell asleep. A squall or storm came down on the lake. So the boat was swamped and they were in great danger. The disciples went and woke him saying, Master, Master, were going to drown. He got up and rebuked the wind and the raging waters. The storm subsided. Where is your faith? He asked his disciples. Again, his disciples, he's asking this. In in fear and amazement, they asked one another, who is this? Remember, this is the disciples asking this. He commands even the winds and the water and they obey him. Now, what does this have to do with getting back into church and all of that fun stuff that this this series is about? Well, when I was reading this this morning, when the Lord led me to this verse, um, I really started thinking about my own journey and how I've gone through storms when it comes to my walk and I've gone through dark periods where I feel like God one has fallen asleep while I'm just sailing through life and I feel like God where are you are you literally asleep on the boat like I don't see you around I don't feel you I don't hear you because I feel like you're you're sleeping through my life like where are you I feel very forgotten um and two it's just when those dark waters hit, you just start freaking out like the disciples did. Like, you know the power of God. You've seen it. You've been there for it. You've seen signs and wonders. You've seen people healed. You've seen him bless your life. But when a storm hits, you start acting like you've never seen anything before, like the disciples. These these disciples are the ones that traveled with the Lord throughout his ministry and then later on went out after his death and resurrection to spread the word of the gospel. So they're very aware of Jesus's presence and his power and who he is, but they start acting like they have no idea what's going on. And I truly relate to that. Like the last couple of years, I've just wondered, where are you, Lord? Like, master, master, I'm going to drown in this darkness, in this storm that is my life right now. Like, where are you? Why are you asleep on the boat when I'm going to die? Or I'm going to have these, I'm having these horrible things happen in my life. Why are you asleep, Lord? Have you ever thought of that in your life? Lord, Why are you asleep when I'm going through all of this darkness and this storm? And I feel like the raging waters are literally going to make me drown in my own life in the boat that you told me to get on. Have you ever felt like that? I know I have. 
So if you have felt like that, you're not alone in this. But there is hope because the Lord also showed me and wrote in this specific verse, where is your faith? Where is your faith? Where is it? I know for me, I lost it. I threw it off the side of the boat for a while. I cast it as far as it could go because of the raging waters because I thought I was forgotten and I thought he was asleep in my life. But he has always been there. Whether you felt like he was asleep, the Lord knew what was going to happen when he put you on that boat. The Lord knew the things that I was going to go through when he said, Tasha, get on the boat. When he told you to get on the boat, to go to that church, to be friends with that specific person, to date that specific person. He knew what was going to happen. He wasn't asleep. He was just waiting for the right moment to stand up and show you his power so that he could teach you his power. The Lord isn't sleeping on your life. You're not forgotten. He's on the boat with you. And when it's time, when it's his time, he will stand up. And he will rebuke those things that are coming against you. Those storms that are raging down on you. Jesus will stand up and make the storm subside. But the thing is, is that you need the storm. The disciples needed the storm so that they can learn more about Jesus. And the end of the verse, they say, That they were in fear and amazement. And a lot of times when they say fear, that sometimes they do mean actual fear. But a lot of times in church, when they go to speakers and stuff, they, they relate to you that fear also means respect. So that you respect his power, that you understand his his power, that you have a deeper relationship with him. So they were in fear and amazement and they asked one another, who is this? He commands even the winds and the water and they obey him. So even the disciples who were traveling with Jesus, who got on the same boat as Jesus, which that's us, we're in the same boat as Jesus, everyone. He... He commands even the winds and the water, and they obey him. Your circumstances have to obey the name of Jesus. Again, your circumstances have to obey the name of Jesus. There is nothing on this earth, heaven or hell, that cannot obey the word and the name of Jesus. So the things that you're going through, your storm that you feel like is going to make you drowned, isn't. Jesus is there. He is standing right beside you. He is behind you. He is wherever he needs to be on your boat. But you're not alone and you're not forgotten. And the storm has a reason. And it will not make you drown. You are not going to die. What is happening to you is happening to you for a purpose. The things that I went through in my life happened for a purpose. Losing my best friend for four years 
had a purpose because when we came back to that friendship, we were stronger and better and more Christ-focused in our relationship as best friends. I prayed for her for three years, everyone. Everyone thought I was crazy. Again, I prayed for her for three years. The things that you're praying for as you're going through a certain storm, God hears you. God's there. He's not asleep on the boat. And he will stand up and he, in his power, will speak the words and whatever's going on in your life will have to obey what God tells it. God also showed me the prodigal son. That's the series we're going through at church. So, of course, he would show me that. Um, (laughs) But... As God was showing me the prodigal son, he was showing me the faith that the son had. The faith that the son had to come back. He knew the kind of love that his father exuded for those around him. He knew that if he went home, he would be safe. That he would be taken care of. Sometimes that's all God really wants of us is for us to have the faith to know that he's going to take care of us in our human brains we can't comprehend like the prodigal son couldn't comprehend the father running to us with open arms putting a ring on our finger sandals on our feet killing the fattened calf we can't imagine that but that's what God has waiting for us He loves us even more than the, than the father in the Bible to his prodigal son. He loves you more than that. And that story is just an abundance of love. Like this, this kid comes back thinking he's just going to be a servant in his father's house. And I know for me, I have felt like that when it comes to church and my relationship with the Lord. Like, Lord, I'm here I'm an unimportant one because I'm not, I messed up. I left. How far would I have been, Lord, if I stayed? Whatever. But just like the prodigal son, he, I needed to go through that time away and you needed to go through that time away to understand the fullness and the love of Jesus. You needed to go through that so that you could have a better relationship with Jesus. Because I know for me, the Tasha that I was when I was 27, 28, when I left the church, couldn't have understood all of this. I was wrapped up in legalism, in self-doubt, no confidence in the Lord, no confidence in myself or who he made me to be, who I was, his daughter. I needed to go through that time apart, that time of questioning. Who is this? Like the disciples said, who is this Lord? Who are you? And the Lord shows. The Lord will show you who he is in this time. He will stand up 
He will run to you with open arms and show you the kind of father that he is because God is both. He is the father that stands up in his power and he is the father who runs with tears and a smile on his face when he sees you coming home. He is both of those fathers and he is much more as a father. So the prodigal son had faith. The disciples doubted. Haven't we all gone through a season of doubt? But in that season of doubt, the Lord meets us and shows us who he is. He's not insulted by your questions. He knew they were coming before you were even born. So ask the questions. It's okay to to ask who is this? Because the Lord is there and he goes, I'll show you who I am. I'll show you that the winds and the waters obey me. I will show you that I am there for you and that I will not let the storm make you drown. I am there for you. And how amazing is that? That our God does that for us. So the prodigal son was met with open arms, love, forgiveness. You know, he was reinstated into his place. He was reinstated. He was, he got the garments. You know, they probably gave him a bath, a haircut, shaved his face, all of that stuff. They made his outward look like his inward was already because he never stopped being that father's son. You have never stopped being the father's daughter's son. But when you come to a back to a place with the Lord, he is going to put the ring on your finger. He's going to put sandals on your feet. He is going to just be happy to be in your presence and to put you back into the life that you were supposed to have, that you are having. Because the things that we go through make us better individuals for the call that we have on our life. So this son will be a better leader of his household because of the things that he went through. He'll be able to relate to possibly his son and the next son and even a daughter about what they feel and what they think. The disciples were met with God's power in this verse. The Lord will meet you with his power. He will have power over your circumstances. Because he's the one that asked you to get on the boat. So he already has it figured out. He already knows the exact moment he's supposed to stand up and rebuke all the things that are going on around you to show you his power. He's there for you. He hasn't left you. You're not forgotten. I know it's lame and so churchy, but it's part of the plan and it's part of God's timing. I really hated when people used to tell me that. So you're not alone if you just rolled your eyes at me. Um, I hated that. People used to tell me that I wasn't going to do something. And it'll be next year, next year, next year, next year, next year, next year. And I'll get so mad. And I'll be like, Lord, again, why are you asleep on this? You're the one who told me I was supposed to do this. So where are you? And the Lord is, is, is waiting for the right time to stand up and to speak over the boat that he has already put you on. 
you guys, it's going to be okay. If you just need to hear that today, it's going to be okay. No matter what you're going through, anxiety, depression, it's going to be okay. Whether you just got kicked out of your church for the first time, it's going to be okay. Jesus hasn't left you. He's not asleep on the boat. He's just waiting. And I know it sucks. But the storm that you're going through is for a purpose. Not just for you, but for others. And it will be used. And it will pass. This too shall pass. I also hated when my mom told me that. (laughs) But it's true. This too shall pass. And it... You will glean so much knowledge and so much perspective from it on who God is and what he has for you in the boat that he has called you to be on. You are loved by the Father. If you needed to hear that today too, you are loved. He's going to run to you with open arms. He is going to kill the fatted calf and throw a party for you. So don't be afraid to run into the arms of the Father because they're open. He loves you. He lets us go through the things that we need to go through. But he's always there waiting with open arms. So, I just want to pray with all of you that are listening today. If you're driving, keep your eyes open, please. (laughs) Um, But I just want to pray with all of you. Um, This is also a step out in faith because I don't typically let people hear me pray out loud. So be kind. Um, (laughs) So here we go. Lord Jesus, I just want to pray with everybody that is listening today. I hope that my words were your words and that they were able to glean even more information about you, Lord, about your love, about who you are. I hope it made them feel loved by you and that you are the father that is powerful, but is also loving and humble enough to run to us with open arms. Lord Jesus, I pray for anybody that needs healing today, whether it's physical or spiritual, Lord, I pray that you just Put your hand on them, Lord God, that they feel your anointing just falling through their body, Lord Jesus, for whatever healing it is, Lord God, anxiety, doubt, depression, Lord God, eating disorders, abusive relationships, Lord God, whatever they need healing from, Lord Jesus, I pray, I proclaim that you are with them right now, Lord God, and that you are making a way and you are are the healer, the ultimate physician, Lord Jesus. We claim that in your name, Lord God, that whatever they need from you, Lord Jesus, that in your time, you will stand up on the boat and you will rebuke the situations that are going on around them, that you will stand up on the boat and that you, in your perfect timing, and in even the way that you stand up will just be the way that they need in their circumstances, Lord, because you know the timing. We we know, we have faith, Lord God, like the prodigal son, to go to you, Lord Jesus. 
We know that you are going to take care of us, Lord God. Even in our hurt, even in our doubt, Lord God, there is something in our hearts that just know that you are there for us, that you will take care of us, Lord God. So we proclaim healing on all situations, Lord Jesus, that you are with them, that they have an amazing day in your name, Lord God. Yes, Jesus, you are just truly amazing, Father God. So we just proclaim your amazingness over our lives. We are in amazement of who you are, Jesus. You amaze us. We want to no longer say, who is this? We want to know you in a true and intimate way, Lord God. So we ask for that knowledge of who are you today, Lord God. Speak to us. Speak to us in our circumstances, Lord. Speak to us in our storm. Speak to us in our humble walk back to you, Lord God. We love you, Jesus. We thank you for this time together. Lord God, let everyone just feel so appreciated and loved by you. Because they are. Lord God, I just pray blessings on everybody that is listening today. And I thank you so much for this humble opportunity to speak to them today. Thank you so much, Jesus. In your name, amen. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening today to Church Girl Rehab. Again, you are appreciated. You are loved. You are wanted. You are amazing. Thank you so much again. I am your host, Natasha Ingman, and I will talk to you guys next week.